Okay. Episode one of Throwing Bagels. It's the Throwing Bagels podcast. And who knows what will happen from here. But the three of us, myself, Kevin, Jay. Hi, Jay. Hey. Hey. Hey, Chris. Kevin. Jay. 20 years in the making, baby. 20 years in the making. It's been uh it's been a long time. <laughs> so <laughs> but uh, you know, throwing bagels is here. So what uh I guess before we talk about what that is, why don't we talk about uh before that? So throwing bagels really kind of stemmed from SUNY Oswego. So the three of us are all. Uh, graduates of of Oswego State University in just on the shore of Lake Ontario, one of the great, uh, really one of the great broadcasting schools uh, in the country. I'm not not gonna lie, you know, can't deny that. You know what I'm saying? So plenty of famous, true. plenty of famous people have come from there. Uh, but and really, it was um, uh, passion for for broadcasting that led us all there, wasn't it? Like how how did you guys take 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 us through? Like how did you guys wind up at SUNY Oswego? I mean, for me, it was, I mean, at the time, it was a life's dream to be a broadcaster. Since since I was a little kid, you know, I wanted to be a play by play broadcaster, and uh, never worked out the way I planned. But that's a different story for another day. But um, you know, I applied to multiple different schools, and you know, I settled on on Oswego was happy with what I saw when I went and visited there and, you know, and I was happy from everything that I did when I was there. And, uh, that's, that's pretty much how I ended up there. It was, you know, finding a school that I knew had a good broadcasting program. And, uh, you know, I ended up because I couldn't afford Syracuse. So, you know, what's, (laughs) what's, what's the next best thing than going to Syracuse? You go 45 minutes North. Right. So, and it's, you get, you get almost as good as an education. So, you know, that's how I ended up in Oswego. Uh, and what what sparked your interest in broadcasting? You know, being a sports fan yeah. um, in general, um, just, you know, knowing the ins and outs of sports and even news in general also. But, you know, I was obviously being a big sports fan growing up, you know, listening to the greats growing up in, in the New York City area, listening to, you know, Mets games and Rangers games and Knicks games. And you hear people mm-hmm. like Marv Albert and, you know, anyone like that it it you you kind of fall in love with fall in love with it if, if if that's what you're interested in you know in the in the broadcasting side of it they 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 kind of glamorize it they make it look a lot easier than it really is yes but um it's something that you fall in love with and mm-hmm. you kind of you know everyone says at some point oh that i would love to do that job but it's not as easy as it looks uh i know i'm jumping the gun but i know when i when i used to host a, a, a three-hour radio show people would tell me oh it must be nice working three hours a day i'm like oof <laughs> what a huge misconception that is exactly what a huge misconception if only you knew that i was the producer and the board op and i had to book all the guests and put all the commercials together and i so chris what what brought you to us we go yeah i mean so i think my junior or senior year we had we had a, like a, a broadcasting class and it wasn't anything special i mean we just had like a little I don't know, like V8 recorder or something. I don't know what it was, but uh, I got in front. I, I volunteered because I'm like, wow, this is like a, kind of something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we did this like fake newscast and I was the 
lead anchor along with, uh, well, I should say I was a co-host with someone else, you know, you kind of go through the motions of reading whatever the news is and yeah, 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 whatever. And then you get the sports and then the sports, I just kind of lit up and mm -hmm. it's all I wanted to do. You know, it's all I wanted to do was sports. Um, and the feedback that I got after that class was you really should do broadcasting because the way you read off the prompter, the what, you know, what you talked about, especially in the sports, like you really got into it and you were very passionate about it. And I was very passionate about it. And I was very passionate about sports. And I still am, obviously. Mm -hmm. I actually went to a two-year school before I went to Oswego for one year. I went to Hudson Valley Community College. And I took a bunch of broadcasting classes there. Did great. Loved it. And what you know, my counselor at uh, Hudson Valley was like, you know, what schools are you thinking about going to? And I said, well, I hear about this SUNY Oswego school is, is really good with broadcasting. I, I think I'd be interested in going there. And just like Jay said, Syracuse is way too much, <laughs> way too expensive. And I don't think my grades would have qualified in that case anyway. But uh, but Oswego was uh, was the next uh, next step for me. So I actually traveled out. I loved everything about it. And of course, it was in the summer. So the weather was perfect. The lake was beautiful. The campus was exceptional. Most of it anyway, uh, you know, I've we can get into that later, mm -hmm. new campus versus old campus and, <laughs> and that sort of thing. But yeah, I just fell in love with it. Just like the first few seconds I walked onto that campus, I fell in love with it. It was just, it was just this great thing. And, and of course, you know, you hear all the stories about, you know, these great broadcasters that went to Oswego, Steve Levy and Linda Cohn and Al Roker. And it's just to name a few. There's a bunch of people that have graduated from Oswego that don't do on-air mm -hmm. type of work, but have graduated from Oswego doing production and, you know, the sales and, and that sort of stuff behind the scenes. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I fell in love with it then and, and yeah, I've been yearning to do something like this for a very long time. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm very glad that we have this opportunity. Uh, you know, for me, uh, my, my story, I, yeah, I had always been a huge sports fan and i'm not i'm not gonna lie to you and tell you i've been a met fan since i was four like i didn't i didn't know what a baseball was when i was four years old but you know i grew up interested in sports and it was really um i came home after school one day and there was this show called mike and the mad dog on on wfan and that was it i was like i'm i am hooked so uh i would listen to you know, to the all the sports talk shows on WFAN, Mike and the Mad Dog, you had Steve Summers overnight. Um, you know, just some great and it was at a time when when they carried all four of, of our fan. I think well, my favorite teams and our Jay, you share the same teams, the Mets, Giants, Knicks, Rangers. Chris, you're almost there. Not, not the Knicks. I hate to not say the Knicks. It. Yeah, that's okay. Not for you guys, you know. Uh, <laughs> the Bulls. Okay. The Bulls uh, of when I was growing up. So mm -hmm. And so I, I was really interested in, and initially I was, I was planning on, I went to a technical high school. I wanted to be an architectural engineer. And I said, oh, you know what? This sounds a lot more fun. Uh, it turns out it didn't make anywhere near as much money as architectural <laughs> engineering. Shocking. Uh, shocking. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I remember my high school paper, I, I started writing covering sports, you know, for the paper and that's when I, I really got hooked and I thought okay where can I where can I go with this and like Jay I wanted to be 
you know, play a play-by-play guy for for the Mets, right? Because I grew up listening to Bob Murphy and Howie Rose doing hockey and uh, Marv Albert, you know, doing doing games, Knicks, Rangers, you name it. You know, a lot of those guys trace their their lineage back to Syracuse University, mm-hmm. and you know, I got that. And you know, like like the both of you said, uh, Syracuse a little bit out of my league. So, and Oswego lets you get hands on right away. I feel like this is an right. Oswego alumni podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that was great for us. I thought because then we could jump right in as freshmen and really get you know experience right away. Um, and it, it was it was a great it was a great experience. I mean, I I remember visiting Oswego's uh, campus. I actually visited. Uh, it's a couple of other campuses. SUNY Cortland was another one, which is ironic because I live now a walking <laughs> distance uh, from that from that campus. Uh, but I have to say, I don't think I could have picked a better school in retrospect uh, if, if I were to go into broadcasting. And I did. I mean, I I wound up working in radio and TV for a good ten years. Uh, wound up. Uh, producing at WFAN for for a year, year and a half, uh, and got to learn a lot about the business. Got to learn a lot about what I didn't like about the business. Uh, and you know, my my boss at the time knew I wanted to get on air, and he said, "Well, if you want to get on air, you got to go somewhere else." And I I understood that, so that's what led me to Syracuse, producing up there, <laughs> and then hosting my show in Cortland, uh, which is what brought me here. And um, and then that station got sold, and that's what happens in radio life. You either oh, yeah. stick it out or you move somewhere else. And I decided that uh, three, four moves already was mm-hmm. enough. So uh, I started stuck here, and I have no regrets. Uh, so I, I enjoy where I am, and you know, and, and that's really we've all kept in touch over these these past twenty years. Yeah. I think Chris was no Jay. It was you. I know you started a group text about boy. I miss Oswego. I miss the sub shops up the sub shop up there at the uh, Cheeseburger Solve. And like uh, I'm beginning to get one of those again. <laughs> it was what it was one of the best uh, foods you could have uh, when we were at Oswego. That's probably wonderful. Uh, would you say number one? Uh, hand yeah. hands down. Hands down. In Oswego, yeah, I mean yes. the only. I can't think of anything cl- close to that, really. I mean, what? I want to say there was another sub shop on the east side. I think it was called Garofalo's. Garofalo's, Garofalo's mm, yeah. yes. They but made, it's not they, the same type. It's not the same no, type. No, it's, it was different. But what those they are did like was heroes, the big heroes. They, they were know? they were like full loaves of bread. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, we're just going to make a sub out of it. And it, it was delicious. But yeah, it was different. It was definitely different. Yeah. That's like getting a cold cut hero. This is like getting, you know, you may just get a cheeseburger on a on a on a roll on a big roll. Yeah, but the but those were those were some good days, and uh, and I think another thing we we did was we we followed. Uh, I mean, Oswego State didn't have a football team; still doesn't have a football team. Their their team was men's hockey. Men's hockey. Uh, that's right. So that was if we wanted to be play by play guys, right? That's that's where it was uh, for the most part. So I know the three of us chipped in. Uh, for that and that's kind of where throwing bagels uh originated from so i think i think the the legend if it is it was 97 98 uh oswego shut 
Plattsburgh, SUNY Plattsburgh out on the road. And no team had ever done that before. No team had ever shut down Plattsburgh at its own barn in program history. And uh, it was a momentous occasion uh, because really it was Plattsburgh and not much else. The shutout happened, right? But before Mm -hmm. that, it was Plattsburgh throwing tennis balls on. Yes. So Plattsburgh would score their first goal against Oswego. And they would all throw tennis balls on the ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you know, making fun of our green jerseys, which I actually thought they were very nice. But that's I, I thought they were excellent. Yes. But that's where this all started from, I believe. Whereas they throw tennis balls on the ice. And then after the shutout happened, the students were like, oh, well, you want to throw tennis balls on the ice? Well, we're going to do this. Now, granted, throwing a tennis ball versus a piece of food is big, bit of a different situation, yeah. you know, but... I think that's where it started. So, Kevin, the game was on February 13th, 1998 in Plattsburgh, 3-0. Carl Anthony was the goalie, right? Yes. I believe that's the case. Yes. Um, And, you know, the big – I want to say there was something that was happening before the bagels, though. Um, Because then – I was at a game where people threw fish on the ice. And I don't know if that, that was the predecessor or Ooh. not. And I may or may not have been guilty of participating. <laughs> um, but I do remember that. But the bagels came in after uh, after that. So I don't know if there was a tradition before that. But the one that we were a part of w- was absolutely the bagel toss, which ruined the ice. Oh, totally. <laughs> uh, and it would take forever to clean up. And uh, I do I do remember that. Oswego did get penalized um, at least a couple of games because of the because of the bagels. It definitely hurt them a couple of times. Yes. Oh, sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think it actually hurt in the Suniac playoffs as well. If I recall, there was a penalty that got called. Um, uh, if memory serves, it was the worst yeah. nightmare. I can't remember. I can't remember what exactly happened. Whether it truly. Aff- uh, tilted the game the other way. Uh, you might be right though, Chris. It, it might have been, uh, but that that was the name we we cut. We were we were kicking around all kinds of names, uh, weren't we? Like about it. What do we name this thing? And Chris, <laughs> Chris, you get the credit, man. You were the one who said, "Hey, let's do a podcast." Yeah, so, I did. Yeah, Chris I threw it out there. I honestly, I didn't think you guys would want to do it, but uh, since we were just texting away all of these. Thoughts about, you know, the Mets and our different favorite teams. I figured, hell, why don't we just put it out so everyone can listen to it if they want to, you know? Sharing our misery. That's right. That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we we just thought, hey, what what about that time when, and it's a very, it's a narrow window. There There were not many students after us that were that would throw bagels i know that the moment they moved into that new arena they stopped yeah yeah so the the uh, tradition ended and i don't know if you guys agree, will agree with this or not but having games at romney it was just such a different atmosphere than it is now even when i go up there now i'll take cameron or whatever i've been up there a million times since then but the atmosphere is so different you know the the new arena is beautiful don't get me wrong it's 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 warm <laughs> it's mm. it's you know, it's just a nice, nice, sterile atmosphere. But Romney, 
man, if you weren't under one of those heaters that was hanging from that from the from a beam, you were gonna freeze your ass off. <laughs> There's no question about that. <laughs> yes. And and you had to keep your eyes out, man, because those pucks would just Woo! they yeah. would whip into that crowd. Uh, yeah. There was no netting. I think the only netting was behind the goals, right? Is, was that the only netting or was there even netting there? Uh, yeah, there was netting behind the goals. It wrapped around was. a yeah. very small portion of of the you know of the boards around the sideboards up to basically around the curve and the curve in the sideboards uh-huh. and then in the corners and then that was it. Once it got to the edge of the corners, when the when it started to be the sideboards, it 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 ended and it was that that point. It was like keep your and yeah, I had a I had a I had a friend who got hit by a puck in the oh, side of the head. And I, she had a concussion. Of course. Oof. Yeah. I, I saved uh, I saved Sean Ganley. You guys remember Sean Ganley? I oh, saved sure. him from getting hit in the head as well. One, I just stuck by just by chance, stuck my hand out, and the puck came right to it. I'm like, my God, wow. <laughs> you are so lucky, <laughs> so lucky. Uh, those were some some great times at the Golden Romney Fieldhouse. Oh, where, man. You know, it was right there, and the wind would just howl right at you when you're yeah. trying to make your way there from the yeah. parking lot or <laughs> trying to walk there. Yeah. Now, now for, for those that don't know, Romney Fieldhouse was an old airplane hangar and the bleachers were maybe seven rows. Yeah. Eat like high. And that, and that was it. Like, except yeah. for the ends where you had like a normal size, like, you know, decent bleacher, but on the sides, especially where the students were, like there was like seven rows, and that's it. And and you were above the boards, but you were also like three feet from the ice, <laughs> which is why you had to keep your head on a swivel at all times. But it's also why we had this, we had that we had a nice home ice advantage. Oh, absolutely, we were on top of the ice. Absolutely. So the students were literally on top of the players, and uh, the rest is history when it comes to that because you can't say half the things that were said there than those no, things. But goodness, you know, no, I that was a, repeat. There was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of bantering back and forth let's put it that way there, i remember this one guy and i know we're getting into story time here but we were playing rit and there was two uh two players that were greek on the team for rit and i just went adam and greek the whole game <laughs> and they were staring like they're doing like where is this where is it coming from who's talking to us you know it was just, you know People were like, what are you saying? I'm like, I'm not going to repeat what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's impressive that they actually knew what you were saying, though. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Well, I, their names were quite long. It barely fit on the back of the hockey jersey. So, <laughs> As far as w- what we're going to talk about uh, for the Throwing Bagels podcast, I mean, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the teams that we enjoy because, hey, we enjoy them. So we're going to talk about them. But you know, if we can find an angle that relates to, you know, our experiences in whether it's upstate New York or in the New York City area, that we're going to we're going to do it. Um, and I think, you know, the more we can talk about SUNY Oswego, yeah, happy to do that uh, or any SUNYs for that matter. We're, we're all in the same family, right? Am I right? More or less. Yeah, except Plattsburgh. But yeah, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much we all, we all have to stick together uh but it you know it, it's it's true you, you get all the you get all the hot take you know sports talk shows which uh, 
it, it got old quick, didn't yeah. it? Because it started really like, you know, Mike and Amanda were really great. Don't get me yes. wrong. But it was just like they were just at it the whole time. And now you have like, you know, ESPN throws out Stephen A and whoever's on the other side of him. And Fox has their own show. And it, it's just a bunch of gas bagging back and forth. And, and it's argument television. And it's not interesting whatsoever. No. Uh so hopefully, you know, when you tune into this this podcast, which we will have, it'll be about half an hour, um, and it'll be every couple of weeks for for now. Like we want to we want to walk, right? We want to walk before we can run. So we're looking at we're looking at that. That's your schedule right there. And and hopefully, you know, when when we do come on, then you'll be able to come away with. You know, if you are, whether you're a SUNY grad or you live in upstate New York or downstate New York, you're going to hopefully come away with something, you know, that that's interesting and that you've hopefully learned a different perspective on things. Because, yeah, like like you said, Chris, I don't think we can scream at each other over, you know, who the backup catcher should be for (laughs) Um, or for any other team, for that matter. Uh, so yeah, it gets old. So we're, and we're old, so we need to tone it down. We were getting up there. Yeah. As you can tell by my gray hair, (laughs) my beard, my hair, but we'll also bring different, different aspects as well. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll discuss, we've, we've bandied about discussing, you know, other areas of the broadcasting industry. Right. And, Mm -hmm. And, you know, what we can, what we can, what kind of perspective we can bring, you know, Kevin, obviously he said he worked in, you know, he's worked in broadcasting behind the scenes and on the air for, for 10 years. I worked in a behind the scenes capacity for over 10 years. Um, so, you know, we, we can, we can, we can bring that to the, to the table as well and, and discuss that, uh, you know, and, and maybe have some guests who can, who can discuss that uh, aspect as well. Great point, Jay. You know, things like uh, what goes on behind the scenes, right, of, of the different sporting events that, that we watch every day. Um, what goes into what I mean, there's team like we think of teams as the players that compete within our line of view when there's a there's an office building that you walk into an office building and that's the team. Like there are a lot of people that work behind the scenes, uh, you know, to to get that product out onto the field. And that that's worth exploring. That's worth, you know, getting to know and getting to talk to those people behind the scenes that, that make everything run. Yep. And that's, that's basically, you know, like we need to, we, that's how we, we, we get everything on the air. Right. And that's mm-hmm. how to get them, to get them talking about what they do is probably it's, you know, without them, right. You're not hearing those people that we discussed earlier, you know, that we looked up to, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day that made us want to go into this field to begin with. So that they're, you know, they're, they're a huge part of how we get, uh, you know, how, how we get to where we are and what we want to do, you know, when you want to get on the air. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know li- listening to those talk shows growing up um, and, and then having worked at WFAN later, they, I mean, they had a call screener, they had a, a producer, there was someone who ran the, the board and this wasn't, this wasn't, you know, computer per se. This was <laughs> carts. We were still using carts in the turn of the century. Oh uh, god! So, so you know, but it was so much to juggle. Uh, and then when you're talking about producing live sports, there's so much that goes on there. Whether you have to coordinate with a remote engineer 
uh, and, the, and, the, and the talent on site. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of different things. There's a lot of different avenues we can talk from a lot of different experiences that we have that we can, that we can share with you, um, over the course of this podcast. And we're, we're really looking forward to it. Absolutely. Our slogan, I think we, we decide on a slogan is podcasts about sports, but sometimes not. Sometimes not. So there you go. The not part is all the behind the scenes stuff that we, we kind of, uh, alluded to here. Um, and you know, if, if, uh, if people really want to get, uh, to know, like how that stuff happens, there's, there's a great show on HBO called the newsroom. I don't know if you guys have seen the newsroom or not, but it's obviously it's a drama and all that sort of stuff, but mm. it really kind of like shows, Oh my God, there's so much more to this than an anchor just sitting there reading off teleprompter. It's quite extraordinary. The work that goes into what we do. Uh, you know, the funny thing is going back to Oswego, back when we were there, we did it was just, it was strictly radio. It was WNYO, and that's how we broadcast our games, the hockey, the basketball, and, mm. and whatever else we broadcast. Now it's like state of the art television, you know, it's 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 just amazing, amazing the money that's been put into um, the, you know, the, the facilities that they have now, the students that have, uh, just everything at their fingertips and the digital world has, has changed broadcasting so much. You were saying you, you did the, you did the, uh, the carts or whatever to, mm -hmm. to, you know, do spots and all that sort of thing. We were splicing real tape and classes and, and stuff yeah. like now it's just like the click of a button, mm -hmm. you're done. <laughs> yeah. When we were there, we, you said, you know, we didn't do, it was radio, right? My freshman year, we did our only hockey game of the season on TV and I was able to, to broadcast. It was me and, and this guy named Pat Hawley. Right. And the amount of cable that had to be run for this thing was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was ridiculous. And, but not only that, but it wasn't live, right. We didn't do it live. The game didn't the game didn't air on on you know the, the station on on the Oswego campus for I think two days. So the game was two days old by the time wow. it, it actually aired on you know on that television station. Whereas now they do it live. Yeah. We we were basically like the 1978 NBA finals, right? Not not airing live. We were airing the next day. It was right. so we it was yeah, it was it was quite the uh quite the 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 feat to get the something to get that yeah, on the air and it's still sure. air live right so i think the first time it aired live uh i think it was dom Izzo, joe yurden doing play-by-play -play on radio and we used that feed with and i i held the camera for a game once uh, and i think sean ganley took it over after but it was just one camera and you're standing right next to the to the radio booth and you're just you know the whole game you're just tracking the action and i have no idea how we got it live but we did the quality was terrible <laughs> it was awful but you know it, it, i think we were kind of like the first group to really kind of push and say hey we want to do more mm -hmm. we want to do more with this and it turns out that uh we were the stepping stone and and look where they are now uh with all the technology they have and i think mm -hmm. it would have been so different 
so different if we if we had the same resources sure that there are now you know oh of course i mean can't I, imagine i didn't have an email address until i went to college <laughs> so that was my first email address that is amazing. Here. Yeah, crazy. I mean, that's about um, right. Yeah. I mean, because there was yeah. no there was no social media back then. I mean, you're lucky if your cell phone worked in Oswego. Oh, thank God there was no social media. <laughs> oh, dude, it would have been terrible. It would have been terrible. Oh my goodness, yeah. it would have been terrible. Yeah. Uh so this was great, guys. Uh, uh really uh, great going back, looking back at Oswego, and, and we hope to keep doing that. We are gonna have guests to continue the conversations with them and if you're listening and you want to uh, send us an email, if you have a question for us, I guess maybe you'd like us to to speak with. Then, uh, Jay, tell us how how they can reach us. Uh, well, we have an email address. It's throwingbagelspodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook account, uh, which is Throwing Bagels. We have a Twitter account. It's at Throw Bagel Pod. So Throwing Bagels Podcast at Throw Bagel Pod on Twitter. We hope to hear from you soon. All right, Jay, thank you. Chris. Until next time. Until next time, guys. Take care. Cheers. Take care.